Welcome to it, episode two. Two? Oh, we're brand new. We're babies in the whole podcasting universe to the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for coming along with us, and thanks for the great start in this so far. Your response and questions, that, that has been awesome. And I was actually glad to see this uh, come up because, hey, I wanted to talk about it too. About weed, right? What did I grow up with? It was the... It was the devil's weed, marijuana. What a different game it is right now, huh? And remember when I said at uh, the start of this entire project that the everything we talk about, I'm in there with you. I'm in the same boat. I'm looking for answers too, especially with this, because I can tell you personally, if you, if you know my background yet, I'm, I'm a dad of two teenage girls, and literally, like, in my experience of parenting, just got done trying to talk my kids away from any sort of marijuana, and that yet we've got legalized marijuana, medical and recreational in a couple of different states. It's mainstream almost, it seems, to a parent like you and me overnight. And everything's cool and copacetic. And it may be. And I don't I, I don't say this to judge either way because I'm going to tell you full disclosure. Not now, maybe, but in my past, I've smoked plenty of my share. I will tell you that right now. So I'm not here to judge either way. Here's why we're here. What do we do? What's the message? How do we actually get this message across to our kids? It, it, regardless of how you feel about it, again, and this is going to be judgment-free about marijuana, recreational, or medicinal, the issue here is how do we talk to our kids about it? Because let's face it, the message is confusing now. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it not? What's out there? It's the Wild West out there. Mark Aronoff is the author of The Cannabis Craze, A Practical Guide for Parents and Teens. How perfect is that? He's also a licensed mental health counselor with over 25 years working with teens, uh, a lot of it on this issue as well. And Mark, I don't know whether you predicted that this would happen or you just uh, kind of planned it out or is fortuitous, but boy, did you have perfect timing on this one. Welcome here. Thank you very much. Actually, the motivation for writing the book is my work with teens. Seeing so many teens choosing to smoke marijuana, to smoke pot, Mm -hmm. I thought it was time for a book that was actually written for teens and parents. That's a great idea. And isn't that the key, too? I mean, you're talking about the the basic level of communication, you know, just doing what I do. I see a lot of books where it's only from one perspective, and it's how you get this message across, and it's how you beat this into somebody. If it's true communication, it's got to go both ways, right? Exactly. You know, the issue of marijuana and so many adults of teens probably, I shouldn't say probably, but have smoked marijuana at some time. Perhaps Mm -hmm. not, but many have and have gone on to no longer smoke, myself included. I used to smoke, no longer smoke. Mm-hmm. Did you used to smoke, may I ask you? Is that a too personal a question? Not personal at all. Let's lay it all on the line. I did, actually. And I have nothing against it. I believe in a lot of benefits of it, to be completely honest with you. Yes. There's this question of what do we instill in our children, in our teens, in, our, in raising them. On the one end of the spectrum, if you will, is just your way or the highway, my way or the highway, right, what right. I say goes, right. I'm going to drill it in. It's the drill sergeant parent, the absolute no talking about a parent, which I think is not ideal in my personal opinion. And then you have the parent who's not around, no opinion, you know, do what you want. Absolutely. I'm not really here anyway. Mm. Um, perhaps they're just surviving themselves. Most of us are somewhere in the middle. And the idea being, I believe parents have a, so to speak, social and you may even say moral obligation to instill in their children their value system. Sure. Now, this will happen, right? This will happen with words or without. And one might even say your actions speak louder than your words. Mm-hmm. 
are you drunk and getting stoned every night and telling your kid not to? Not the best message. But let's say you're on top of your game, you're a parent who cares, you're working hard, you're doing your best, and you want your your teen to be safe, right? right? Exactly. Some of the yeah, right, that's where you're at. And I think the first thing is to make honesty a priority. You know, really just be truthful. Let them know about your own drug past. Mm-hmm. Um, let them know how you managed it. Present some of the facts. Pick a good time to talk. You know, if your teen is super stressed, it might not be the best time. And really try and understand their point of view. One of the big questions I raise in my book, The Cannabis Craze, is I ask a teen, do you think marijuana is medicine? Oh, that's a good starting and point, right. Well, you know, just because it's so medical, I don't know, it's, it's over 33 states now mm-hmm. are medically uh, legalized it, and over 21 generally for the age. But almost all my teens that I work with will say, yes, it's medicine. And then I always ask the question, if it is medicine, what's the ailment for you? So in other words, what's your reason for even getting involved with it anyway if you were to choose? It, and is there an ailment? It's like an interesting language. I'm, I'm very into language. So mm-hmm. sometimes they'll say, yeah, I have anxiety, and yeah, I'm stressed out, and yeah, it just makes me happier. It helps me sleep. It's this, it's that. And as a parent, you have the opportunity to then explore, well, what are the stresses in your life? Mm-hmm. What is going on? Where are you at? You know, it's really trying to have a conversation where you meet your team where they're at. And I, the whole premise of the book, to be honest, is about harm reduction. And the premise is we cannot stop our teens from smoking short of locking them up right. if he or she chooses. Right. Now, if that's true, if I can't physically force you, and I don't want to be a total militant parent, I want to be somewhere balanced, then I want to have a conversation with you and really invite you to make the right decisions. I know this for sure. It's like I can tell you personally, it's my kids aren't there yet. They have not, you know, tried it yet. I'm pretty much as as much as a parent can. I think I can guarantee that. But we have talked about it because it's out there so much. So we tried to use it as like an opening point in a conversation. You know, when you hear about things, uh, you know, a recreational marijuana past or, you know, you see it mentioned in an ad these days. You know, 420's coming around. We're burning up the sales. You know, d- different little uh, right. subliminal messages that are out there. But what if you're not at that point, though? There are plenty of parents listening right now, Mark, that can't even get their – they suspect that their kids are smoking or have experimented somehow, but they can't get them to admit it. How do you start the conversation when you're at that point? Well, you first make it – you want to try and express concern without – sanctions. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. At this juncture point in time, it's a conversation of just, where are we at? I'm not going to punish you. I'm not going to reprimand you. I want you to know that I'm open to talking to you, that I was in your shoes one day. And I really just want to meet you where you're at. So that it's not that you're condoning, and I'm not condoning in this book either, smoking marijuana. You have a choice to say no absolutely don't have to by the way and you know dare we even bring in the conversation of alcohol which is perhaps even more acceptable oh very much right most cultures and in my opinion in excess more deadly 
Yep, mine too. Than marijuana. So it's a really interesting conversation. You're not there to sanction or to punish the child. It's more, hey, listen, I'm here mm-hmm. for you. And God forbid you ever find yourself in a situation that you're in over your head or you're in something that doesn't feel safe. You call me night or day. Right. I'm there for you. No questions asked. Uh, boy, I mean, am I glad that, that questions the next day. that's one of the tenets yeah. of like, I believe, a parenthood. You have to have that. I don't care what your style is. Like you said, the militant style or, or wide open, whatever it is, very accepting. You've got to have that, don't you? You have to have that safety net that says no matter what you're going through, I'm here and available for you. I think so. And it doesn't mean there aren't consequences the next day. Right, I mean, right. absolutely. We're talking about what happened right. here. But I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Call me. I'll get you home safe. I'll this, I'll that. You're in a situation. Absolutely. How about this scenario? I know parents that right. take the approach of, okay, well, you're going to try it out there anyway. You might as well try it with me at home. It just, it just in your general experience, have you found that this has been a success for people? I personally do not condone. I do not recommend buying pot or smoking it with your teens. I do think if you do smoke and you're an active marijuana smoker for whatever reason, whether it's medical or otherwise, start as late as possible Mm -hmm. in life statistically. Two, if you are going to smoke, I'm going to ask you to be smart about it. The book actually talks about this to, to really choose when, where, how, and why consciously. We want to bring awareness as much as possible. This is something I did not have, but these kinds of conversations of a kind of awareness. You know, who am I? Why am I smoking? Teens don't really get that. It allows a doorway or perhaps a segue into and what is important in life. What, you know, what might bring, what what might be your passion? What might be your interest? What might be your work? You know, as teens, we don't, we just don't know. But as the teens getting older, 16, 17, Uh, this is college material. The average teen starts around 15-ish. How old are your kids? (laughs) I've got 14 and 17, so I'm right there. You're right there. And the question, what interests you? Get to know your kid from their point of view. Listen deeply. Try and hear between the words. Give them your opinion without shoving it down their throat. And what are the parameters for safe smoking pot if you choose to smoke? I I think one of the things is uh, to be present. You're not, it's not that you're shoving it down their throat in a control freak, but you're aware and you're letting them know whether they like it or not that you've got your eye on them. You're, you're there, at least they know, even if you're, even if it's nonverbal, they know you're there. And and like we talked about before, you're there for them in any kind of situation, right? And you're verbal, too. Mm -hmm. This is where I draw the line. If you need to draw the line, draw the line. You're not there to please them. That's right. (laughs) Right? I mean, I really believe that, especially with teens. You know, they're a little bit smoke and mirrors. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's a good description you know. of it. And it's well, like I'll say to my girls, it's like, I, I, I'm your parent first. It would be awesome if I'm your friend and we get along, but it's not a requirement. Absolutely not. And I don't think parents can be there. It's certainly not until later in life. Are you their friend? Oh, I don't because, right. you know, friends, we, we keep it to ourselves. We don't say, I mean, yes, you're choosing what you reveal to your kids. But as parents, I I mean, at some point, you absolutely will disappoint them. And that's... <laughs> and here's... No, here's really Mark, I do it right. every single day. I'm, I'm known for that. <laughs> you know, if there was a golden rule I could give parents, is not to take it personal. You're, you hmm. know, try and keep a balance for yourself in your own life. You mentioned burnout. You know, how are you taking care of yourself? What's your diet like? Are you exercising? 
Are you really kind of giving yourself some, if you're able to time-wise, some stress reduction? But don't take it personal. Your teen has a right to, to lose it and to, yeah. I hate you maybe even and have a moment where there's a meltdown. And guess what? That's okay. You know, this is what it is. The Cannabis Craze, a practical guide for parents and teens. And I love that you mentioned both in there. Mark Aronoff, uh, you can get the book. Uh, I know it's got to be on, available on Amazon. It's a major bookstores too. Where else can we find it? Or more information from you online because you got a lot of great stuff. Yeah, there's a website, thecannabiscraze.com. Amazon, any major bookstore can order it, Barnes & Noble. Um, there's some reviews. There's some articles. You do a great job yeah. at that, Mark. Thanks so much for your time again. You did awesome. Thank you. Really appreciate it. So the cool dad rule on this, what do you do? How do you talk to your kids about pot in this day and age? From what I was able to gather from Mark, communication, find out the reasons why they might even be interested. Complete and total honesty, and yeah, it's a big part of it too. Consequences. But I think the biggest takeaway I got from that, it's a two-way street in any communication. Thanks so much for hanging out with us with the Cool Dad Rules. More episodes on the way. By the way, watch out for more social media stuff for the Cool Dad Rules. And spread the word. You can find this, download it free in Apple Podcasts and anywhere online. Remember, you're listening because you're an awesome parent. You can do this. My name is Bill Adams. We'll talk to you next time.